The Spanish Announce Table. Tom, it is episode 244 of the Spanish Announce Table. Uh, what do you think about that, first of all? Well, you know, as we started the podcast, it was fun to do those little benchmark things and parallel uh, numbers into celebrations. The 21st episode was memorable. Uh, we did something fun for the 18th, the 16th, uh, obviously the 100th. Um, but now we're getting into the numbers where I'm not sure what we can do. That's fun. Yeah. So maybe hashtag tweet the table and think of like, Oh, you guys should, you know, episode three, three, seven should be this because of that, you well, know, or I've whatever got an idea. Uh, we'll have episode two fifty coming up in about a month and a half, right? Everybody could donate us $2 and 50 cents on PayPal by going, uh, to PayPal and using table show at gmail.com. That's a great idea. That's yeah, a great definitely. idea. Um, or $250. Yes. Either way. Either way. Or 250 pennies. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or 250 be- beers. Yeah. Either uh-huh. way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so that's what I think. I think, man, we've been doing this a long time, but man, it's been fun. It you has know? been. Yeah, it has been. Uh, remember when? Remember back in the day when you thought every pay-per-view was going to be a John Cena heel turn? I was really hoping that every... <laughs> Because something needed to change, and it was evidence, and we'll probably get into it later in the show, uh, but it was evident that nothing has changed uh, since those days either. Yeah, very true. Uh, What have you been up to? How was your week? Tom, uh, well, the Chiefs won a playoff game, right? I was wrong on that, remember? At home, the Chiefs won a playoff game. Against the Colts. Against the Colts, of all things. Of all teams. That was fun. Uh, now, so most of the weekend, honestly, when we were getting ready for it was in preparation for that, right? Saturday morning, we were like, Hey, we're just going to hit the grocery store. That way we can have some stuff for the games, right? Cause we're going to watch K-State basketball game. And, yeah. uh, and then the, the chiefs game, we're on back to back, right? Great for right. us. And, uh, both teams won by the way. So that was fun on the way home from the grocery store. We're near the house. We're about maybe two miles from the house. And we see a dog stumbling through the snow, stumbling, Aww. right? Something's definitely wrong. And so we pull over we're like, hey, dog, you know what I mean? And it tries to run away and we're up and down. And some people live scattered about on the road, but all of them are like, man, I've never seen that dog before, man. I don't know what that is. And so we finally chase it down. I don't chase it down, but, you know, get it somewhere where it finally gave up and was tired of running. It clearly couldn't walk on its back leg. Uh and I'm parked probably 500 feet away because it's in, like, this circle backyard of houses, you know. Uh, but he's clearly, like, hiding up against a tree, and he's just kind of, like, giving up. And I'm like, dude, his foot looks like it's been ran over or something, or it's got open wounds. He's limping on it. I'm like, oh, Christ, there's no collar. Yeah. And so we're like, we got to get this dog to a vet, right? Mm-hmm. So I got to carry this dog. And yeah. it's a Doberman, a full-grown <laughs> Doberman and it's got this back leg that's hurt and so it's letting me carry it but I can only do it outstretched like this now I'm telling you I got 100 pounds of an animal Mm -hmm. that's hurt and I'm carrying it like that about 500 feet to our truck right you got a workout in oh my I still for a couple days I couldn't move my arms up right I when I finally got the I was literally like Nikki my wife's trying to open the back uh, doors of the truck where we just got groceries and maybe move stuff around I'm like no I'm like screaming while I'm carrying this thing because I'm afraid I'm going to drop it, right? I'm like, just get in the truck. I got to get it now. And I'm, like, I'm going to just throw this thing on you. I thought I was going to drop it, right? I had to like sit outside that truck just bent over time. I could barely lift my arms, right? Like it was a long walk, right? Did With, she lick you on the face? No, it was just kind of he. 
uh, was just being really guarded about, you know what I mean? Like, hey, man, wash the leg, right? Yeah. Um, We we call a vet. We take it to the nearest vet. They do a scan for any chips, and there's no microchip in it, which, by the way, people, get your animals microchipped. Like, it is that easy. Had had somebody had this, we would have found the owner. Now, this is better. The story gets better. Maybe we shouldn't have found the owner. So, um, we get on all the sites, you know what I mean? Again, we're doing this again. We're taking care of a dog. But this one is super nice, man. It gets along with all the dogs. Uh, the two cats, the kids, it's never bothering anybody. It just wants attention. And it's, it. you know what I mean? Like, it's it's even letting the cats, like, smell its open wounds on its legs. It's not bothered, right? We were like, this dog is awesome. We ain't keeping it. We're also not taking it to an emergency vet because that stuff is, like, thousands upon thousands, thousands of dollars. dollars. Yeah, and yeah. we're on the hook for it if we bring it in there, right? Right. Regardless. Uh, so that vet is like, Hey man, we can't do anything. We have some charity. We can give you some free meds for a couple of days, you know, until you can get it to animal control. And we were like, well, can we take it to animal control now? And they were like, no, all the animal control, uh, in the Metro is all closed on the weekends. Like they don't open until Monday at eight. And I'm like, what the, what am I supposed to do with this dog with this like broken open wound leg? And they were like, hold on to it. And I'm like, are you f-? like, okay. Right, so we do that, and the whole time we're on Facebook things, and somebody tells us at one point they're like, "I think that's the, whatever last name, you know, families. Yeah. They live on this corner, which is near where we found it." Right, so we were like, "All right, well, let's go drive down there and talk to them." And we get there, and they were like, "No, here's our dog, and it's like a small Yorkie." And I'm like, "Well, who the hell, man?" And they were like, "Wait, are you talking about that dog that was running around over here earlier?" And I was like, "Yeah," and they were like. I've seen a brown dog run around before. I'm not sure if it's that one, but that belongs to these people, right? So we chase those people down, and these people are high on meth, right? I mean, okay, yeah. they opened the door, and we were like, are you missing a dog? And they were like, yeah. And then we were like, what kind of dog? And they were like, brown dog? And we were like, okay. And then the guy that was with it, like, he drove over, he was like, it's been hit. And they were like, no, that's not our dog. And we were like, oh, Christ. You know? And at this point, I'm like, you know what? We're just getting out of here. Right? Like, yeah. I'm just yeah. not. You know what I mean? So, losers. I don't know if it was their dog or not, but we ended up taking it to Animal Control on Monday morning. And Animal Control and the shelter were like, oh, these wounds have been here for a while. They were like, if if we know who the owner is, the owner will be getting medical bills, a fine. Uh, they could possibly be facing neglect charges. Like, this is clearly, there's like scar tissue. This has been. Uh, yeah. We're beginning to think the dog was dumped. You know Aww. what I mean? Like there was a, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, sweetest dog. We named it Hubbard because that was yeah. the name of the street that we found it on. And the uh, we told the shelter that and they made that the dog's name. And I really thought when you yeah. told me, when you were sending me pictures, I, me and Emily, because I knew you were going to take the dog in on Monday. <laughs> right. And I really was like. On Wednesday, they're going to go back and get it. That was, I thought, I thought, it was like they so, probably named it on the street they found it yeah, on. Yeah. Which you so, did. Which we and did. So was, yeah. And the, the shelter took that. And the deals uh, on Facebook, we found a, a lady who does, like, she rescues Dobermans, right? And she lives in the area. And she is in contact with the shelter. What they're doing is they're they're figuring out what they need to treat with, like, the dog seeing mm-hmm. if it's, if he can keep the leg, basically, at this point. Yeah. Um. And so she's just keeping in touch. Like she just needs to know what kind of long term care she may need to do, right? But uh-huh. she said if she keeps the dog, she would name it that also because of the story. Oh, um, that's great. right. So I, I feel yeah. like we did. You know, we did a good thing. We found this dog. At least we got it to medical care. Took care of it till it could get yeah. there. It wasn't alone in the snow. I don't know right. how the hell it got there, but you know, it was there. Poor so. Poor guy. 
Yeah. That's good. That's good to hear. Yeah, I wish we could take it, but our dog is a one no. household dog. This huge. She will kill anything and everything. I think your thing was is too narrow, you know, for this thing. It was huge. Yeah. It was like a horse. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it needs inner well, it needs I'm room okay to run. That, yeah. You know, yeah, I'll wrap it everywhere. Right. Yeah. I mean, oh, the greatest dog. I tell you what, man. Oh, it looked like it from all the pictures. Oh, man. He was the greatest dog. I felt so bad. But I was like, dude, we can't. Like, he would double our food (laughs) in one night. Yeah. Which is already too much. Well, hopefully, this lady comes through. You should uh, keep us up to date on that. She does live in the area. And so we discussed that, like, she could bring the dogs over here and do uh, runs on the the thing. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Dog daycare or dog uh, dates. Right. Stuff like that. That'd be fun. Yeah, so that was the gist of it. And then the Chiefs, which, man, I'm, I was I'm wrong. almost, dude, I'm almost starting to believe. I'm almost no. starting to believe. And here's, no. here's, here's, but here's, I'm cautiously optimistic. And here's what I do believe, right? I do mm. believe it's possible mm. that the Chiefs can beat any teams, any two teams, oh. if you give them no. one of them at Arrowhead and one in a neutral site. You're right? wrong. I feel like oh. they could possibly you beat any a crazy team. stat? Yeah. All right. So you're wrong. Don't fall for the trick. I'm not. Yeah. That's uh. that. That's the thing. You can't fall for the trick. Here is the crazy stat of the day. Uh-huh. Ready? So this will be Tom Brady's 13th AFC title oh, game appearance geez. in 18 seasons as wow. a starter, minus the year he was injured. That's a 76.5 percent. Brady is more likely to be in a title game than LeBron James is to make a free throw, 73%. <laughs> so don't fall for it. Look, it was great. Things happen in steps, right? You don't. You just don't go from like, oh, man, couldn't figure it out, and now we won the title, right? So – it took us forever to get over that one step, which was win the home playoff right, game. Right. So we did that. We're yeah. gonna lose. It's Tom Brady. He's probably he's the one and best, two at Arrowhead. Well, he's probably the best cold weather quarterback of all time. Yeah. This this for one time I feel like works in the other team's advantage. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I hated that the, news that we're gonna get an Arctic blast here for game time. I was like, oh well, shit. Yeah, <laughs> like and I would feel differently. I I honestly would feel differently. One thing that irritates me is like when they the say Chargers... a team can't play in the cold weather, yeah. and it's like you realize the offensive lineman played at Nebraska. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. he, like these men have seen climate. Yeah. <laughs> they just and felt like well, we live in San Diego, only, so we're only used to sun. They only play half of their games at home, right? Any given team, right? right? So yeah. it's not like they're they've never seen this. And right. never do but it. And with Tom Brady, he just always performs when it's the coldest. Well, now, saying yeah. that, if you remember, the last time he played in Kansas City, he was so bad he got benched. And we called for, like, the end of Tom Brady. Is this yeah. the end of Tom yeah. Brady? But I, no. I just think what happens is eventually Andy Reid pulls an Andy Reid mm-hmm. move. Well, and then no, you know what's gonna happen? And this this is what happens every God bless it fucking playoff game with those fucking Patriots, is some guy with two first names, right? Uh, you know, Jeff Thomas yeah. is gonna have 
12 catches for 200 yeah, yards right, yeah. and going to be the goddamn AFC he was championship just MVP. Yeah. Off, He's yeah. never fucking played before. And all of yeah. a sudden, this one game, he just kills he was, it. He was just cut from the practice squad of the Raiders. <laughs> Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and right. it's, it's going to be one of these fucking white guys that we will never hear from again that's going to fucking murder. The MVP while, of the game. Yeah, exactly. Right. While D Ford is like, we were planning for an athletic black guy. What is this slow, flat-footed white guy doing beating us on all of these yeah. coverages? D Ford still hits Tom Brady 14 times, but yet Tom Brady gets that pass yeah. off right before it every time. And just exactly. Touchdown, and, so, right? you know, and it's going to be they're going to use their passing game as their running game and going to get five yard passes every third play and then going to throw a bomb to that silverback gorilla with fucking uh, pavement marks on his knuckles because he walked into the game. Rob Gronkowski and that fucking polar bear. He's going to get two touchdowns. God, yeah, damn it. they just they just woke him up from the frat party he was at like an hour before game time. Threw him in the well, back he, of a truck. His and knuckles probably... are going to be all raw from the pavement because he's going right. to walk into the game like a fucking silverback well, yeah, gorilla. Yeah, right, yeah. Well, I just thought they just dragged on the ground behind him like in the hand. Yeah. <laughs> and that guy, he's so broke down, he has to have surgery every week. He probably is having his tune-up. He's like the goddamn Tin Man from Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Son of a bitch. We're going to lose. Fuck the Patriots, To the old man. guys. We're going to lose to the old guys, too, because they're all old now. It's it's. And I just, it's, it, you yeah, know. Tom Brady is older than six current NFL coaches. Yeah, <laughs> and he still God damn and he it. still could win a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's Fuck probably the him. Las Vegas favorite to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, man, you know it is what it is. Side, so okay, okay, let's do our Spanish announce table. Just I know this is a pro wrestling podcast, but we have a home team in Jeez. in the playoffs, so we're gonna go with it. Let's just do our, our our two picks to so we can make fun of this next week. Who you got? Uh, Patriots, Chiefs, Chiefs. Saints Rams. Saints. Okay. Chiefs Saints. And they lose to the Saints. I'm, go- I'm going Patriots Rams. Yeah. I think Chiefs Saints, they lose to the Saints. You know the Saints? I, got- I saw a stat today on, on the ESPN ticker. The Saints have not allowed a 100-yard rusher since week 11 of last season. Exactly. Okay. What and the- Yeah. Sony what? Michelle. A, a guy that we've never heard of until three months ago is going to run for 200 yards or something. Yeah, so it'll be Patriots uh, Saints, and then, yeah, there'll be some – right, it'll be Tom McCullough <laughs> gets yeah, signed exactly. to the Patriots and runs for 250 yeah. Tom, and four touchdowns. Tom Rayner has 300 yards <laughs> right. and four touchdowns. Like, yeah. who the fuck is this guy? He's not even related to those yeah. two guys. Right. He's got a he's got a damn amputee leg even. All right. Yeah. All right, All right so that's our picks. I'm going Rams because uh, more of – that's my more – uh, fun pick because all of those personalities, it's like, man, if you want a team, if you're not a football fan and that's fine, if you're not a football fan, just look into the St. Louis Rams and just look at the fun personalities. Marcus Peters, Tlaib, Indomitian soon, uh, Aaron Donald, Aaron Donaldson fucking practices his hand drills with another man who has knives in his hand. That's what he's fucking dodging. That's, that is fun. It's insane. Yeah, that team is the most insane team in organized sports across the whole world. I love them. Um, Okay, so now – oh, I was going to show you what I did. Yeah. So I uh, went into your old stomping grounds where you spent some time, uh, Oklahoma City. Mm -hmm. 
So uh, the man who is going to marry us is a family friend of Emily's. Becky Lynch um, is marrying you? What's that? Becky Lynch is marrying you? No. Oh, the man. The man. Not the man. A oh. man. Oh. The, the uh, man that is, but not the man that is exactly. marrying you. Right. That'd be cool, though. We would let Becky Lynch do that. Yeah. Becky, if you're listening, for sure, that'd be 100%. We'd Becky, we're down. I know you're listening, but you may be listening to it a little late. I know you're busy. You may be like a couple weeks behind, uh, but there's still time. There will be plenty of time to, get, to contact us. Tableshow@gmail.com. But what we did is we went down to Oklahoma City. They live in Oklahoma City. Lance and Ashley are their names. Uh, we spent time with them and their two children. Uh, they did puzzles. We read some books by ourselves, not together. Um, but we also took them to their first Oklahoma City Thunder basketball mm-hmm. game. And it was an enjoyable experience. I'll tell you this just quick because I know we're going going along with our own personal stories here. Um, if you wouldn't have told me that what I'm looking at is professional basketball, I wouldn't have known. Mm. It's so weird in this sense. It's you know Russell Westbrook, one of the greatest athletes in the world. Yeah. Paul George, one of the great, best basketball players in the world. Steven Adams, international sensation, you know, giant of a man. And then, and I'm trying to be as respectful as possible here, but then it's just like fat farmers in overalls just sitting in the stands. I mean, it just doesn't compute with like, what, you like this? And they do. They're like, the high screen and roll. And I'm like, if this team wasn't here, would you have known what that is? You know, it was right. so weird. And everyone's, the stadium is kind of unassuming. It's just very like new and white uh, yeah. paint everywhere, you know? Uh, everyone was friendly. That minor league field. You know, like when you've been to like a minor league baseball game or a hockey game, yeah. you know, one of those things mm-hmm. where it's like, this is our thing. We love each other. We support each other. It felt a lot like that. It was cool. Thunder one by yeah. 10. Uh, but yeah, it had a, I've been to other basketball games. Like I went to the Rockets game that felt like a big, like multi-culture, uh, you know, event. And this just kind of felt like, I don't know, yeah. out in the. Out in the woods, we uh, we just got a basketball team out here. Oklahoma City uh, was the some of the nicest people I've ever lived around. Right? I yeah. mean, they were nice all the time. It was almost like the Midwest, Canada. If that makes any sense? Yeah, um, yeah, very much so. And, and when the when the Hornets were there, displaced from the mm-hmm. um, Katrina, uh, was the Pelicans? No. No, it was a Hornets. Hornets, right. New Orleans Hornets. Yep. Right, and they were displaced. Uh, that's when they were playing there. Is uh, I lived there at that time, and we went to a couple mm-hmm. of games of that, and uh, the town just took to it big yeah. time, right? So, um, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that they don't still love it, right? Like, I, well, they yeah. didn't have any pro sports team at all, right? So that was like a, a thing for them, you know, because OU was like the closest thing for them, uh, mm-hmm. Oklahoma University, yep. and then Oklahoma State's a bit of a drive. It's almost like – it, what KU would be like to uh, it, you know Oklahoma City to to Norman Oklahoma is like KU to uh, Lawrence to Kansas City and then Oklahoma mm-hmm. State would be like to K State from Kansas City right? right it's kind of the same kind of feel um, so they were really itching for a team there so that's cool that you were down there did you go to Bricktown go do anything cool yeah and new thing that you'll have to take part in next time you're there yeah. uh, they have a streetcar yeah. that goes throughout everything that's it's neat. it's a perfect streetcar where. We walked two blocks, got on the streetcar, could go to anything we wanted in that city. It is a small city, you know, all be told. Uh, but you get off on anything and you're where you need to be, and then you yeah. get back on and you go back home. It was great. What you, what you get with Oklahoma City is it's actually the largest city 
landmass-wise, like the largest metropolitan area landmass-wise, right? Because it's really spread out, right? They're metropolitan area. Uh, you have these dotted areas, but it's kind of like they're almost like in these broken apart areas, mm-hmm. but they all weave in and interact in and out of each other. Um, so it's really spread out, but you're right. Like o- the Oklahoma City part is kind of kind of small, right? And then you'll drive and there'll yeah. be nothing, but then you'll be in like, uh, you know, I forget the names of the towns here. You're in Midwest City, right? Yeah. And another little pocket, yeah. right? And it's just kind of it's a it's a bunch of little dots around the area. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a but it was cool. Place. It was yeah. good. Very we, friendly people. Very, very friendly, friendly people. We missed the uh, snowstorm here in Kansas City. We took off right before it uh, hit here. Uh, you know, uh, it was 40 degrees and nice, and then we got back home right when the snowstorm ended. So we uh-huh. bypassed that. No limbs on our tree or no mm. limbs on our cars or anything like that. So you. we. Then you A-okay. should have been able to come help me attach the plow to the four wheeler and plow my uh, hands are broke. To driveway. Uh, no, my hands are broke. See. Uh, yeah, that was fun. Sorry. Yep, yep. Yep. You know. Yep. I wish I could, but I'm glad that you could. Well, let's talk some wrestling, Tom. Yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see Tom's reactions there. YouTube.com/slash. Spanish announced tube. Um, next segment, we're going to hit up our favorite and least favorite things of the week, and that gets us into a lot of topics. So let's round out because there wasn't a whole lot of news this week. I think unless you had anything uh, that sticks to Not mind, really. I was th- yeah. I was thinking, you know, we we kind of hit pretty hard the AEW. That, that's yeah. a hard initials to say. Like it doesn't all elite. I guess we're just going to call all elite. elite. Yep. I don't call it. I don't all even elite. like that though. All elite sound. It's hard to. Yeah. It's okay, I guess. I'm still on the fence on everything about it. But uh, we hit that pretty hard last week, so I didn't feel like we should double up and do that again or go double or nothing, as some would say. (laughs) Right, right, right. Um, But, yeah, what do you got? Anything? Well, let's run through some Tweet the Tables. We've got those for sure. Maybe that will give us a few little topics that we can kind of bat around to keep the show. Look, we're both exhausted, not feeling the greatest, so we're going to have a short show because it's you know our show and you're not paying us anything for it. So, you know. There you go. You know, Fun fact. At Mr. Fourth Row on, uh, by the way, Twitter. If you use hashtag Tweet the Table, you could be hearing me with my golden voice say your sweet name. Eh? Mm-hmm. Do it and tell Indeed. your friends. At Mr. Fourth Row says, Elias is like the balladeer from the Dukes of Hazard, but the fourth wall is broken because Strowman can hear him. Run, Corbin, run. Hashtag Tweet the Table. That's fun. You know, so so uh, for anybody that made it, might have missed it, you got um, – Corbin running away from Strowman, and then as he runs by, Elias is there playing something. And he just starts playing a song about how he saw Corbin run away and knows where he's hiding, right? When then Strowman gets, the, you know what I mean? That's what leads him to the limo. Uh, that was a fun little spot. Although, again, it's it, well, not again. Maybe this is the first time I'm going to address this, and we'll we'll hit on it throughout the show. It's one of those where it kind of it's like, yeah, that's great, but now if not the way that you had been portraying Elias lately, right? You hadn't been playing him as this weird guy who just hangs out in the back and sings songs to help further other people's storylines. You were out there making him a big focal point where mm-hmm. he's like the guy, you know what I mean? Like, so it just felt like you're, you're just well plopping folks but in I and liked, out. Yeah. And I, I will, this is a little foreshadowing on my favorite thing of the week, but one of my favorite things about that whole segment is what we've kind of talked about for years on this podcast is this is a traveling circus. They all know each other. There's that not true, these yeah. silos where these two people only see these two people and these two people only see each other. And then these two people see only, you right. know, so, yeah, each that, other. That likely it, would have happened. A weird thing. He was just right. hanging out. And, <laughs> 
Yeah, he was just jamming out because that's what he does. Right. So I like the whole, like, the camera's moving and you're seeing uh, Braun Strowman. Then you're seeing Elias. Then you're seeing Baron Corbin. It's like, well, yeah, because they're all Fandango back flirt in this, with somebody. <laughs> yeah, staging area. So that's how it would be. So uh, not to foreshadow, but I definitely enjoyed uh-huh. uh, that particular segment. At B underscore double underscore D, uh, the uh, sponsor of SpanishAnnounceTable.net, says... I got to say, and I agree with him, those women's tag titles are pretty nice looking. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, I think they, they actually made a good set of titles this time around. You don't like it, huh? You think so? I think no. they look pretty decent. I think they look like, they look like. Um, a pair of cufflinks? <laughs> no, I was going to say they look too, they don't have a classic feel to it. Mm. It feels very modern, which is fine. But for me, I like a classic mm. look to a title. That looks very – I feel like not. it's not this bad, but it's similar in the – remember the United States title? Not when John Cena had the yeah, spinner, sure. but right before that, yeah. and it was the United States American flag. Yes. That looked modern, but now in 2019, you look back in 2005 or six or whatever that was, and you're like – Ooh, I wouldn't wear that now. Yeah. And that's how I kind of feel about mm. these titles. Where, Ages like yeah, the smoking 2019, skull belt. <laughs> yeah, 2019, you know, March or whatever, of course, those titles look cool. I like them. If it's 2025, I look back, I'm probably going to say that looks like Jinko yeah. jeans. So for me, yes, I agree. Uh, if we're going to take uh, what we're supposed to be, you know, believing is a sport if we're watching the show, right, uh, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. if we're lost in the world – um is uh the the lineage and the heritage and the and the honor of a title comes with a legacy looking belt right one that will mm-hmm. look regal any decade or century that you put it in right but yes. not the regal twins right right uh however wwe has thrown that out the window a long time ago and so mm-hmm. I don't even expect that from them anymore. And I just right. look at it as, does it look like crap? Like the gold pennies on the belt? It doesn't look like crap. doesn't look crap, right. And I think it looks pretty decent for what they set out to do. And it doesn't look it doesn't look like, hey, it's women, right? Like right. It doesn't yeah. look like that at all, which I really like. Yeah. So I'm a fan. I like them. Yep. Yeah. I like it. Like I said, I, just, I want a more classic, like how the um, uh, Divas – title is or the smackdown championships yeah. team championships speaking of those at mr Forthrow says uh, i think it would be pretty iconic if they won the tag titles um love them the iconics i love the iconics i love them also and, and uh this uh segment though that they had here with oscar and becky lynch though should put any hopes that anybody has to bed of them winning these women's tag titles right they are not looked upon as somebody's going to be carrying these uh out the gate as the first uh, the first because right? they could say we work better as a team i guess yeah but I love that them. stuff's either going to snooker jacks or the 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 becky lynch uh we got to come up with a fun name for that the becky lynch um uh, bailey becky lynch. Or, i mean uh, the sasha and bailey thing the uh, hug whatever. and boss connection or yeah, something like that. Stupid. That's stupid. Whatever WWE calls it is dumb, right? But yeah. like Snooker Jacks, them, or um, who else? Who else could win those women's tag titles? What do you think? Who else has got a legit shot at winning these? Riot Squad? Yep, Riot Squad. I would see that. Uh, yeah. Who else? Um, the Iconics, Riot Squad. You think they're going to tag team up uh, those other two uh, MMA four horsewomen? Obviously, they may yep. not be in this 
you know, well, maybe they show up in this yeah. tournament, but they ain't winning it. And then you could do Natty and Ember Moon. Yeah, you know, they don't got a shot at winning the first ever. Right, it's going to be Alexa somebody established. Bliss, Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. That could be a team. Mm, that could be, yeah, yeah. All right, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but I want the iconics. The iconics are fun. I like them every time. Yeah, you're right. I love them. Um, and then uh, B Double D chimed in again. It says enough with the glass shit. Uh, you see all the promos for Glass, the movie. Like they they worked them into the show about a hundred times. Oh, uh, yeah. They showed the barbershop. Uh, you know, thing and showed the glass. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. the fun thing for me there was I hadn't noticed yet because I had skipped a bunch of commercials, the glass stuff. And I saw just in the thing, it was like glass in theaters or whatever. And then I see the barbershop stuff and I was like, did they make a movie about this? I was like, like this is going to be great, right? Like WWE is awesome. And then I was like, nah, they didn't. Uh, nah, that's, you know what I mean? Like yeah. in, in short order, I was like, there's no way in hell they, they made a Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. Horror movie would off cool. of the barbershop. Cool, but, <laughs> that would be a great idea. Yeah, we got great ideas. Um, at Mr. Fourth Row says, Vince McMahon talking about beef in the ring. Damn it, I'm hungry again, and I just ate dinner. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, that was. Is he losing it? Yes. Is he losing it? Yes. Here's something that I'm going to go ahead and scratch off my list of possible candidates for least favorite thing of the week that we'll cover next uh, week because I just want to talk about it now. WWE does this a lot. And remember, we're getting new matchups and, you know, they're changing things. Um, there's a vacant number one contender spot. Four guys th- think they they deserve it. The authority figure's got to hear all of them yell at him about why they deserve it. The authority figure says, you know what? Tonight's going to be a fatal four-way for the number one contender. Is this done every month? I mean, I feel like this is done every month. It's the same mm-hmm. rinse and repeat thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Over and over and over again. And then when they were doing the Cena part of it, I was like, I was like, are they trolling us? Like, are they purposely doing everything the same to try to like to try to maybe like just like hook us a little farther, be like, you guys suck, and then like I'm just like praying like they have to like know this is bad, right? I don't know. I think it's just like John Cena growing his hair out thinking it looks cool, even though there's a huge bald spot. So I'm They're worried now that self-aware. it's never going to get better. My hope is AEW's got to come out swinging and hitting home runs because I don't know where it goes God if they don't. So. I don't know yeah. where it goes if they don't. And um, we'll have uh, a final one here from at B underscore double underscore D says, oh, look, Heavy Machinery hasn't even officially debuted and they're already a joke. Told you. Hashtag tweet the table. Man, the NXT call-ups are – Call, I'm They're all it. a joke, except for Nikki Cross, who isn't. Her character is not a joke, but her character is yeah. uh, out of the box, mm-hmm. and so her actions made the most sense. But EC3 being the new Zack Ryder, it seems like Heavy Machinery being the new Festus, and uh, uh, remember that team? Yeah, the, Jesse they and ring the bell. Yeah, Jesse and Festus. That was Luke That's Gallows. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, it's like Luke Gallows is telling those guys what to do. Uh, the one girl, the the Lacey, the women's right. I love the name of that finisher, especially for her character. Yeah, she just kind of seemed like. I don't know oh, where there she is. That character either. I don't... But uh, I, I so, wasn't impressed. Yeah, we'll save the Nikki Cross talk. But yeah, all the cops are weird. And then this one, like, are they real? Like. Does he have to talk like a Muppet on a on Adderall? Like, what in the fuck is that? He can't even mm. say real words. 
Like, if you want the guy to be dumb, make him dumb, but can we have some subtlety to it? Like, this is bad. Well, and the other thing that gets on my nerves is there doesn't always have to be a straight guy. Make them both dumb. That would be that would be at least a little bit more fun where it's like, fucking there's chaos everywhere, right? It's not the dark-haired guy has to hold back the little guy every situation. No, this time the dark-haired guy goes crazy. I want two loons. I don't want one straight guy, one loon. I want them either both loons or both fucking something else. Yeah, because – now I just have sympathy for the guy who's got to take around this dumb dog everywhere he goes. Right. And yeah. then it just puts that guy in a lose-lose because eventually he'll go heal because right. he's fed up. And then we're going to push the dumb guy because he's sympathetic because, right. you know. Yeah. And we we're going to boo the dumb guy and we're going to cheer the other guy because we sympathize with him. No, I just want them both to be bushwhackers. Right. Yeah. Right? Both of them, like. Be oh, both shit. dumb. Never right. know where they're going to turn up. Right? Well, here's here's where I think it might have went wrong, and it, here's where I get the feel. Right, is that they were supposed to be the gym cool guys. Right, they came out there like we're stakes and weights, baby, and they were like, you know what I mean? Like we're almost Harleyed up, right? Like yeah. And then I think what they, you know, they're supposed to be the cool guys, right? And I think they kind of found out they couldn't really pull it off, so they started mm-hmm. going this angle. You know, like that's the feel I get. Yeah. And I mean, because they had that look, they had the look right. of goofballs. Yeah. But yeah, I just don't like that it's the straight guy has to pull the weird guy out of all these bad situations. I want them both in bad situations, and we don't know how it's going to go. It could get even worse, right? right? Like I want them to both be stakes and weights or something where it's just like, oh shit, there's no. There's no adult in the room right now. What's going to happen? Not where, oh, he runs in for the save because right before, you know, he tries to eat three pounds of, you know, protein or whatever it is. Like, that's what I feel it's going to be. But the most disappointing, because I kind of, and even BWD said, you know, like, I think this is what it's going to be. The most disappointing one to me was EC3. Yeah, was he just looking in the mirror? That guy, yeah, that guy was, I mean... How impressed were we in TNA when he was EC3, right? Mm-hmm. And now he's just a crooked tooth, over tanned buff dude. This is what they did with him the first time around when they had. That's him what I'm saying. Yeah, like it's just... just guys, did you not learn? Just yeah. make him money. Just make him what Bobby Roode should have been. Well, especially since you're still calling him that. <laughs> Yeah, you're still, like you're still calling him the one percent. You're still calling him EC three. Like what? Right, right, Zach Ryder. This is, this is what I keep saying. Like they keep saying, like oh, <coughs> we were done. We get it. We're listening. No, New big, big, big things. And we're like, no. So either you're dumb or you're consciously fucking feeding me a line here, right? Like, well, I, I think we're getting a line. Pal. So you think they know it, and they're just like, fuck them. They'll just buy it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's how it is. Or maybe they say, fuck them. This is what they want to buy, and they don't even realize it. Because <laughs> that's the feel I get from the McMahon clan, right? It's that they think they don't want this. But if we give them something else, they're not going to buy it. So they do want this. Does that make sense? Yes, it does, unfortunately. But I just, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's it's frustrating because it feels like 
how are other people figuring out new characters, right? That's the thing that's the most frustrating is there's other different characters on the independent circuit that are hitting. I'm okay with you ripping off things, but stop ripping off yourself of bad ideas that didn't work. That's the thing. Like, if you're going to be unoriginal, be unoriginal of something that works. Stop being unoriginal of, well, we'll try Zack Ryder again, and we'll call him EC3. Uh, we'll try Jesse and Festus, and we'll call it Heavy Machinery. It, it, the first time didn't work. Stop doing it this time. Yeah, ah. and it, it just it goes off the rails, guys. If you're sitting here, like, you can't have your comedy tag team be called Heavy Machinery. That doesn't fit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, or you doesn't... don't need a comedy tag team. Yeah, there's that, too. You know, He's, you we don't... We talked like... that we wanted the men, right? We wanted the, I'm going to come in and beat the shit out of everybody, and I'm bigger than you, and what are you going to do about it? Yeah, I, I get when you step back, and, you know, one of the stories that uh, Cody says is when he wanted to stop being Stardust, Triple H told him, look, this is a role, and we want you to fill it. And that's the thing that's stupid, is stop taking this granular step of the big picture and saying there has to be a comedy tag team. Then there has to be a monster. Then there has to be an underdog. Then there, no, just let these fucking talented wrestlers figure it out. And guess what? If you have two charismatic baby faces and, and I'm just making this up, Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn, then you have two charismatic baby faces that can also live in this world. You don't need like if Lars Sullivan is a crazy monster and he's on raw, Braun Strowman can also be a crazy monster yeah. and live on Raw. It's yeah. okay. It is okay. Like it, it, you can apply it to any sports team building, uh, you know, analogy that you want to, right? Like if you're trying to say like there has to be this and there has to be this and there has to be this, the problem becomes, yeah, you can put somebody in that slot, but they don't always fill that slot well. Whereas if you just yeah. take the most talented group of people you have and figure out how to best utilize that. And most maximize that. That's where Paul Heyman was successful. That's where, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's where, mm -hmm. that's where you're going to get your biggest returns, right? That's where it doesn't become stale because you're constantly changing things up. And that's what they used to be great about. But now it's no, it has to be this, it has to be formulaic, and that is why it's stale because it's stale because it's the same thing every week. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing every week. There's a mixed match challenge every week, even when there's not a mixed match challenge going on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what? Definitely. I, I, don't, I don't get it. But and not Let's to be too negative. Break. Not to be too negative, right? We want to, yeah, you know, <laughs> we got to. We, we uh, I'll start off the next segment with my favorite thing of the week, which ties into their good effort this week from both shows. That is true. And, yes, I think there's some positives to take away, and we'll get more into that when we get back from our break right here on the Spanish Announce Table. Fun fact, Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle were the first superstars to main event a WrestleMania while using their real name. The Spanish Announce Table. Hey, so guess what I just found out, Tim? You have herpes. No. You already knew that. Not, not yet. Uh, you never know. You, you right? don't have them yet or you haven't found out yet? Yep. 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 So here's the fun thing. So, like a psycho, Emily has all of our text messages uh, from the very first time we uh, started texting. Like a you know, psycho, you say. Well, you know, women, right? Like women. a psycho. You didn't say she was a psycho. You just said she's no, doing something like a, like a psycho would do. Tim, Tim, if I told you, hey, every correspondence we've ever had via text, I still have, what would your first thought be? I would say only Facebook does that. And what would you say that if I had that also? 
Yeah, it'd just be odd. I, I don't know. It'd be, right. I'd, exactly. I'd be creeped now, out. Yeah, I agree. Right. Now, me and Emily's relationship is quite different. We love each other. We're going to get married to each other. But here's the fun thing that we discovered today. To each other? Yes, we're going to get right. married to each other. Okay. I'm not just going to make her marry me like it's the 1800s and I claim some woman. Uh what I'm not married to her, but she's married to me. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I'm a man. I got to get my saw chick. Fucking oh, 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 oh. right. weird okay. rappers. Right. Yeah. Um, so what I discovered, or what we discovered, excuse right. me, mm-hmm. is we're getting married on February 29th, 2020. I like this. Leap yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Leap day. If I were to tell you, when did we start our correspondence, what would you guess? After giving you all this information. It had to be a leap day. February 29th, 2016. Isn't that crazy? We set the date not knowing this information. And then she, you know, like I said, going through text messages. uh, It's it's one thing to have them because you just never deleted them. Right? If yeah, you go, she just never deletes them. You go, shit, I never delete them. I always delete them. I, like, I not, delete everything not as soon as possible. But, like, I'd say once a week, I open my messages, and I'm like, what the fuck is all of this? And I go through, and I start deleting a bunch of shit. You know so what I mean? I'm like, also, yeah, I'm also a psycho in this regard. Uh, I'm the type of person that if it says one notification on an app that I have, I have to open God, it so that I don't yeah, see the notification. That. that then – that then creeps into my text me messages too many where I don't I want to have text messages yeah. open either. I'm exactly. just, get them, I don't want to see it either. Get it out here. I want a clean phone. Clean mm-hmm. phone. Get it off. Get it off. Yeah, I'm with so, you. But yeah, but then to be like, well, let me just look through these. Mm. Nope. Don't do that. Nope. Get rid of everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. All, I want a clean phone like, every time. You're going to be like, yeah, I remember that fight. You want another thing. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then it's over. Yep. Then. All right, get rid of calls too. My call log. Yep. I don't care when you called me last. Fuck Done. you. Gone. I always I no. got like a cleaner. I said that thing and I whoop. All right. Anyway, this is a pro wrestling show. We wanted to be more positive when we came back from things. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah. So let me get into my first positive, my favorite thing of the week. All right. I'll get into my least favorite thing. We're gonna do both the positive and the negative, but uh, we're gonna start off with the positive because we got a little bit sour there towards the end of the first segment. Even though Tim did a great thing in saving a dog, uh, I did a great thing in taking a family that will be helping us to their first ever professional basketball game. We did good things. We're good Samaritans. We're good people. Uh, God bless America. Nowhere else. But you know, hey, that's what I always hear when people say "God bless America." Um, yeah, it's weird to to point out America. Yeah, why only America? Why can't you just say "God bless the world"? Nope, gotta be America. Anyhow, blesses everyone, right? Yeah. Nope. 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 Just America. Anyhow, we're going off on another tangent. Um, My favorite thing of the week Uh was the cool attempt, specifically for SmackDown, but Raw, like we mentioned, did this a little bit too, of showing you a new look to a pro wrestling show. Now, as we mentioned on the Raw side. They did that kind of rolling camera uh, segment where you saw Baron Corbin, then Elias was singing a song, which then turned into uh, Braun Strowman hearing it and then going after Vince Baron McMahon Corbin. Vince wondering what the f- right, yeah. Yeah, Vince McMahon and all that stuff. So it felt like – They well, cut yeah. to commercial and went back to that too. That's something they don't typically do either, the way right, they exactly. did that presentation. Uh, right. Again, it felt very um, – innovative or at least attempted to be an innovative idea that, that to a fresh. steel product. Yeah. Right. And so 
kudos right now smackdown i thought did this way better the instant first thing you see is a batch backstage segment between new day and heavy machinery and yes heavy machinery you already heard our thoughts of in the first segment but still you didn't start with an in-ring promo or music arriving and someone walking in yeah it was just hey we're already backstage and what the hell is this and uh heavy machinery new day why are they together we have no idea yeah all of a sudden now here's becky lynch you can set a theme shows them up yeah really set a theme this way yes and i like it i hope (laughs) they do this more because you can set a different theme and feel to every show uh with a with a carefully well done opening segment like that definitely and even to further that point the uh backstage segment showing the usos in a um photo shoot and then jimmy getting a uh i like that a, a note a from mandy yeah. yep that's a good shout out uh we can always do shout out positives too you know what i mean we're gonna list a favorite yeah. thing and we're gonna list the least favorite thing but you know what i mean we, we don't we're not single-minded people right, right. And, and then even to further along again smackdown which I'll say to on blue in the face or proven otherwise is the absolute best pro wrestling show on television right yep. now. And probably in the last 10 years, the, the SmackDown live, as soon as AJ styles became the champion, the, the time he was the champion, not the gender Mahal time, but then when he became champion again, <laughs> those two time periods, SmackDown, it's been phenomenal. And yeah. this is no, do you credit it to AJ styles though? Well, I'm just saying, like, he was the champion of those two right. times. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. Saying. As an identifiable yeah. marker, I agree with you. But uh, the thing I thought about AJ Styles today, and, and I, I haven't put out my SmackDown article uh, let, yet lately. By the way, go to SpanishDownStable.net, brought to you by BDD. Uh, check out, uh, we just have a few articles been coming up lately. Just a Yeah, I'm going to come up with some more lists coming up here soon, but go ahead, go with your point uh, about AJ Styles. Uh I feel I, – I can't shake – AJ Styles is doing great, right? I mean, this is the best he's ever Bubba. been great in the ring still even though he's what 70 and mm-hmm. uh still looks like a million dollars everybody yep. likes the guy i still mm-hmm. can't shake the feeling that he's a guy who's been told to go act cool and he's really trying really hard but that's you know what i mean like well, i, I love the segment that. this week that he did where he he mimicked and mocked yeah, Daniel Bryan, that and then well. for Daniel Bryan, who I didn't see in the crowd shot attack AJ Styles, but then AJ Styles still got the upper hand. I love that whole segment, his music, and then again that ties into the other cool yeah. thing that I that I wanted to mention is Becky Lynch and Oscar, right? Do the whole like we're gonna beat up the iconics, you know? I'm gonna one up you, blah blah right. blah blah blah. They stare down, and then for no apparent reason, AJ Styles music hit, yeah. but like a traveling circus. Asuka and Becky Lynch don't necessarily have to, well, now we've got beef because your music hit while I was in the ring. It was just, okay, well, then we'll just powder out, and then here comes AJ Styles. And AJ Styles just hit that quick left and said, that ring, fuck that. I'm going to go one-up Daniel Bryan. And ran up in the crowd yelling over uh, fans that were going nuts, and Mm -hmm. then gets attacked by Daniel Bryan, and then the fucking hot dog thing. Thought it was Perfect. And then Daniel Bryan's tweet about AJ Styles and the hot dogs thing. Uh, that was great on Twitter. It, they killed it. They killed it. I thought everything on SmackDown was great. Now, there's a criticism uh, that I'll roll into my least favorite thing of the week. But let me say, I cannot, out of 10, SmackDown got a 12 for me. Like, okay. that's how good I thought SmackDown okay. was. Raw, very yeah. much improved. Still, I mean, three hours is fucking long. So unless you're, yeah, 
you know, unless you've got the storyline of, you know, unless you've got another Stone Cold Mr. McMahon type of storyline, three hours is always going to feel it, a little though. bit too long for I me. I still don't buy it because they they cram something because they need because they have this need to be formulaic, right? They've got to have the comedy segment. They got to have the the. It's got to be a female segment here. It's got to be a, mm-hmm. a serious mm-hmm. segment here. It's got to be a, it's got to be the main event <laughs> segment here. We get four storylines crammed into the four-way fatal, you know what I mean? That thing going yeah. on over there. And then you try to stretch the hell out of two or three nothing storylines that nobody cares about with absolute jobbers. And then you're even cutting yeah. in matches to the jobber line of people trying to fight over a, 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 a championship match with Brock Lesnar that we know none of those people are ever even going to come close to having. It's just like, it, like, well, why am I even supposed to care about this bullshit match? Right, like yeah. I just don't like. That's what I don't get about what they're doing. It's like if, I feel like yes, it's three hours, but you're not even trying to figure out how to use it efficiently. I, I agree because that's one thing that I feel like SmackDown doesn't always do. That's a positive. And right. one thing that I'll mention is, you know, on this episode of SmackDown, we did not see Jeff Hardy. We did not mm-hmm. see Nakamura. We did not see Randy Orton. And that's good. You it don't is. always every week need to see this person, this person, this person, this person. Especially no, it's droning. It's too much. People a week off. That's hey, what I'm man. saying. It's okay. Hey, I know it's your birthday uh, next week, and we happen to be, you know, 100 miles from your hometown. Take a week off and meet us back up in Des Moines. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> like, by the way, uh, congratulations to Rusev and Lana expecting their first child. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Breaking kayfabe, but yeah, there you go. Somebody stop Rusev. Uh, nobody can stop oh my God. Rusev. Yeah. Heard that. I liked it. All right. Yeah. Oh, that was a good one. Uh, so, yeah. Now, with that all being said, Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. My least favorite thing of the week. And we talked about this off air and I'm just going to kind of outright say it again. I'm a viewer and my opinions are my own. I don't know what happens backstage. I don't believe Dave Meltzer. I don't believe Wade Keller. I don't care what they say. Don't try to tell me, well, Wade or Dave said that the reason is because the talent doesn't like the red. I don't care. I'm a viewer. This is my opinion. I felt like this week, there were a ton of storylines on paper, which we always criticize the writers, that the writers did well. And yes. either the producer of the segment or the talent, whoever is in charge of, you know, whatever the misfire was, they ended up miscuing. Poor execution. Poor execution. Yes. So let's take one thing in particular for me. Uh, I've got another one, too, that. Actually, it's two storylines that uh, is the examples I'll use for the okay. poor execution Probably of segments the same ones I'm backstage. Yep. All right. Yeah. So the first one was the Mandy Rose and Jimmy Uso yes. segment, right? So yes. One thing that now and we're like I said, I like the first segment where Jimmy's thinking, well, Naomi and uh, eyes. Uh, um, Anniversary's coming up. This is an anniversary gift. Hey, Jay, read that to me because, you know, I'm the man. Right. And I know it's for Mandy yeah, Rose. Like and he's like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do, right? But then the misfire comes in the hotel scene. So first off, I get TV and I understand, but also we're trying to say that this is real. So it's a little bit weird here, that little conundrum we have. But Jimmy walks up to the door. We go to commercial. That's two and a half minutes. And he's still standing at the door. 
okay if before the break he's doing the i'm gonna knock i don't know what yeah. to do doesn't work I when it's to... a live show what's that it doesn't work when it's a live show well but there could have been again a better execution of an internal fight of whether I should knock on this door or not. Right. Uh, he's pulling up in the parking my lot hand on my head, uh, uh, pull up in the parking lot phone. and he's in it and he's looking at the hotel yeah. and then you cut the yeah. commercial and then you come right. back and he's at the door. Yeah. Something or, and I was okay with the door. Just show me a little bit more struggle. Show me a little bit more, um, I don't know internal fighting of I should do this because look how hot she is. No, you shouldn't because you're married. Yeah, because you know, it was weird because he was just there and ready to go. Yeah, no, he just stood there and then he came back and then he's like, "All right, here I'm gonna walk in." So anyhow, right? Small criticism, but the first sure. miscue. Yeah. Second miscue was the 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 camera work. Yeah. How many cameras were in there? Because we saw a shot of Jay yeah. or Jimmy walking in, then you saw like a multi-cam sitcom thing. Yep. Where we saw then a shot of Mandy sitting in the chair as if we were Jimmy. Yeah. Then they both stand up and then we get a two shot where they're yeah. both in the the frame. Yeah. So that's three cameras. Really weird. For for a really small room. Yeah. And then the the conversation which again Which is why it felt broken actors. because they had to shoot it in various chunks, by right. the way. Right. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. And so yeah, they're not professional actors. This is pro wrestling. Right. I'd rather them be careful in the ring than hitting their lines every single time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but still, but, the acting was not but great. Because even their bad acting aside, uh, which isn't necessarily that bad. Uso one is is decent in the role that he's being asked to play here. Yeah. And then Mandy and Rose is well. you know you know she did fine too because anybody can act like they're fucking horny, right? You should right. be able to do that. Uh, I mean, right? Right? You know what I'm saying? You know who you are. All right. So, um, but just that, like, that means they had to shoot it. It's like, okay, shoot your line, but we got to move the camera guy over here now. Roll that tape. Okay, now we got to move everything around. Now we got to act like we're Jimmy. Shoot that. That's why it felt broken and paused and not like a free-flowing conversation because it just wasn't. Yeah. But then to even go further on these misfires for me is – Okay, how did a photographer get into the room, and then why did they run out instantly, and why didn't you go after him? Why didn't you go get the camera? And where did he yeah. go? Did Naomi? Why didn't Naomi trip him up? And yeah. here's the thing: you you didn't need the cameraman because you already spoiled that her intentions were not about him. You already did that in an earlier segment. You already told us that, so we didn't need to know that. Right, like so, the cameraman's kind of a useless point anyway, and then yes, the execution of it anyway was not done well. Well, now maybe that was a writer miscue there because you could have done it a different way. You could have had Mandy Rose say, "Hey, Jimmy, let's take a selfie," and then you know, then I un, you know, then I take my robe off and I'm in lingerie. Now that's yeah. a little bit more scandalous. He goes, "Hey, wait a minute, I didn't think that was something that we were doing." The photographer thing was so fucking weird. And yeah. then Naomi with the Kill there. Bill thing. I like the that thing, right? Where she looked like fucking, uh, what's her name from Kill Bill? Yeah. Where I was like, oh, fuck, she's going to beat Mandy Rose's ass. And I like that Mandy Rose finally got the upper hand to then run out. And yeah. then Naomi was like, you know, Jimmy was like, you got her. And, he, and she's like, I didn't get her like I wanted to. I like that. Yeah. But it was clunky. It was a little bit yeah. too slow. Yep. Again, 15 camera shots it, for something that could have been done on like yeah. old school GTV. I thought that was really bad. It felt, Second thing, 
I was going to say the second segment that I thought was a little bit of a misfire was the Braun Strowman backstage segment with, with Vince, right? Mm, okay. So he goes to the limo, he rips off the door. Vince just appears. It seems like yeah. he was like, Hey, what the hey, hell? you can't do that. You're going to be fine. A hundred grand, which in kayfabe dollars, but still a hundred grand, a hundred grand. Goddamn. Right. right. But he's like, Bruh. And he goes, and then I kind of do like where Vince is like, oh, that's not enough. Well, guess what? Then your fucking title shot's taken away. And it's like, oh, shit, right? Right. And so we're still, we're cooking with fire here, right? So I'm I'm, I'm in it, right? Okay, Braun's pissed. Man, what the hell? That's I was bullshit. like, just the new we're gonna authority get, figure we're line? Gonna get what the, are we doing? Or, uh, well, we're going to get the monster unleashed, right? Here we go. And then he fucking picks up the goddamn limo, which we know, but he picks up the limo yeah. and he flips it over, right? Okay. And then, then you yeah. yell. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's the like you just do your brr, which I love the brr, but not in that case. That's when why aren't you still pissed at Vince? Grab Vince. Do something to Vince. There should have been security guards saying, oh, my God, this monster might kill Vince. We need to stop him from getting closer to Vince. And then that's when some fucking local wrestlers or security can just get some, you know, being yeah. thrown off the goddamn dock or whatever they were. Because then it's just gone. Like, he's just, we never yeah, see him again. Just goes, and scene. And then everybody's like, was... oh, yeah, Brock's just, uh, yeah, or Braun's just not going to get, yep. Next. Yeah. And then where, okay. did he, where did he go? Hooman? Braun who? <laughs> right? Like just, yeah. And then where did he go? He's gone. He where did left. Vince go? He just, they just left. That's left. so weird. Vince called it's like, it's like, you know when in a video game that requires you to like talk to someone to further do the first yeah. person storyline? Right. And then after like you do the cut screen of you guys like talking and, and then you go back there. to the single player mode and you guys are just standing there? That's what it felt like where they're just like – Standing there staring, and you have to move the joystick to get away from this fucking awkward conversation. Accurate video game reference from you, Tom. Yeah, that's really good. Thank the, you. the nerds would be proud. Wait, hold on. The uh, the uh, uh, where is my uh, there we go. Where the nerds they would be very proud, exactly. Tom. The nerds, yeah, but that's what it felt like. Like, like you do something else after the conversation, and they just were like seeing. And so yeah. I loved, again, to recap my favorite and least favorite thing, I love the chances that they took with backstage segments in the sense of showing that this is a traveling circus, a crew that sees each other day in, day out. Sometimes you bump shoulders. Sometimes you mix together for no you know, storyline in reason. It's just that's how things work. But some of the execution that the writers wrote that I felt like was good on paper misfired with some clunky weird ah. my third one that i'm gonna that's, throw at you yeah, i wasn't expecting the brawn one that you brought up but my third one is the miz and shane thing and mostly it's because of shane just can't publicly speak yeah. he can't do any public speaking anymore suddenly how did this guy not be able to fucking say a line anymore yeah just... well i don't ever think he was that great to be honest with you, but the guy's been like a CEO that, of major companies in the, around the world. He but can't that talk. Dude talks. He talks as if he's in a boardroom, not in front of a crowd. Yeah. Like he talks as if, and then let me tell you the projected earnings in quarter two, it's going to be $75 million. Like he talks very measured and stoic and, and, and you know, 
yeah. well thought out. Where when you're in a crowd with the Miz of all people, you got to be a. Bop, 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 yeah. bop, bop. The Miz is doing good for what he's worth. I I this one the writers aren't like I I would make a lot of improvements to this one, but um you know it is for what it is Miz is doing good with it, right? But yeah, like yeah. The Shane just ruins all of it, man. Just like I, none of it's believable. I'm like, dude, spit it out, man. What are you talking about? Yeah, and his character, I think, needs a little bit of a revamp or yeah. some new paint on it. Because if we're going to say he's the, oh, my God, uh, he's jumping off a cage or, oh, my God, he's doing coast to coast, then have him be a little bit more nuts. Because yeah, you know what he feels like right now? He feels like he's almost like he's living in McMahon's basement, right? Like he's like he's like he's the thirty year old kid who got like you know what I mean lost his job and is back living at home, and they're just like, all right, here, then do this at the store, right? Like, and he just run out there like well, acting like a boss. Yeah, yeah, that how it feels. But if your if your character is death defined, then. Your character should have well, some death-defying traits. And you can't miss you know a I mean? coast-to-coast with a cake of all things, and then almost give yourself a concussion. Did you see how he damn near like, like he hurt himself and was like yeah. holding his head? And I was like, dude, you man, yeah. you, okay. know, you bought um, all of this, this whole thing. I, yeah, I didn't mind the cake thing. Well, the cake uh, thing would have been fine, that, but it looked bad that you missed and and Miss kind of had to give it the extra. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah. And then, yeah, again, another clunky thing. Again, I don't know if that's because of uh, timing or what, but then you spend – because, you know, they had the Temptation Island, which, uh, backing up just a quick step, um, during the Mandy Rose, Jimmy Uso uh, segment when she, like, is standing in the – or sitting in the chair, there's a Temptation Island bottom third advertisement. Thought that was perfect. Anyhow, uh, but they have a countdown of, like – one minute until Temptation Island, right? Like, you know, if you yeah. want to see this show, you only have a minute 10 or whatever. And so that's cool. But then the minute 10 felt like it lasted an hour and 10 minutes because it was just Miz and Shane just kind of standing around. Yeah, we celebrate. Hey, like, play the some music. All over there's ourselves. No music. There's no nothing. It was... Yeah, and it was like Miz puts his, the cake in Shane's face. Isn't that funny? It's his birthday. Yeah, oh, it, it, yeah it was clunky. Again, I don't want to see another birthday celebration for a long time to come in wrestling. They all end up you like that. Look- birthday celebrations in wrestling. Yeah, in it's WWE. like weddings. You know. Yeah, stop with that stuff too. Like, yeah, you can't. Although come- I like, but yeah, I know what you mean. You're right. Anyway. Um, yeah, there's a lot of that. Just miscues. Well, here's another. Well, all right. Let, let, then let me get into my things. I'll start with the favorite, right? Because we got to kick it back up positive again, right? Um, and and I had two that I was batting back and forth, but I'm gonna go ahead and decide. I'm gonna pull the trigger on my favorite, and it's Nikki Cross. I I can't tell you the smile that came to my face when her music hit because I was about ready to fast forward that match, and I was just like. Oh yeah, right. And then I was just like, she is ten times more entertaining than the rest of that match combined that she was mm-hmm. in. And then just like you said, she's messing with Rey Mysterio's head. Uh, this is the fun character, man. And I just, oh, I'm so worried they're gonna mess it up. But for now, I'm enjoying it, and that's my favorite thing. Um, she just has that it factor that you just can't teach in somebody. Like for whatever reason, well, you notice Nikki Cross. Yeah, well, here's one reason is because she's an actual fucking character. Right. Again, Sasha Banks, what are you the boss of? 
What yeah. are you the boss of? Although, shout out to Sasha Banks gave probably one of the most believable promos I think I've ever seen her give when yeah. she got up in Ronda Rousey's face. Um, yes, yeah. but, but Bailey, yeah. when was the last time you even hugged? Why didn't you hug Nikki Cross? Aren't you a hugger? Never seen. I haven't seen her hug anyone but Sasha in a year. Yeah, why do we keep talking about the hugs? Yeah, you're not hugging anyone but your fucking best friend. You've been shrugging them hugs, Bailey. Yeah. Oh, that's shrugging a good one. Hugs. Shrugging them hugs. You've been shrugging them hugs. Uh, don't shrug the hugs, baby. We love the hugs. All right. Um, but and like Natty, what is Natty? Just a middle linebacker. Go, Natty. Go with the dominatrix thing, right? She wants to do that. She does that. Uh, let's get a character going, right? Make her. You know, Nikki Nikki Cross stands out because Nikki Cross is the only character. What is Ruby Riot? What is Ruby Riot? Right. If I tell you what's Ruby Riot, tell me what Ruby Riot is. A uh, fish-faced fucking leader of a vanilla fucking a crew. Face. She has a fist face. Yeah, we're gonna make an entire person out of faces of the female rosters eventually <laughs> if we do this show long enough. <laughs> She has a fish face, man. Oh, you said fish. I thought you said fist. Uh, no, fish. Face, no, her face also looks like a fist. It's just like a really <laughs> just, just look at it next time. Her face right. looks like a fist. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, look at her YouTube video. If we ever see her, we should just do this too. Yeah, just give her a fist <laughs> bump. Like, oh sorry, I didn't mean to hit you in the face. All right. Um Oh, shout out to another poorly executed uh, thing was the Alexa Bliss thing. Whatever the hell that was. Where he's knocking yeah, on the is door. Is that just a talk show where we just oh, no, no, so no. see her? The, the, the undressing segment where they busted into oh. her after he knocked three times. And she walks in and she's already holding this thing. Like holding on, like she's covered. Like, like okay, if you're a chick and you walk in getting undressed and you, and you raise your stuff up in front of your boobs. She's already standing like that. Before she suddenly notices the guy standing behind her, and she's like, what are you doing in here, calmly? That was just poorly executed also, you know what I mean? Although, it's like a super viral hit, so whatever. I guess, it, you know. Well, I felt like it was only done because of the dorks that live in their mom's basement saying, like, did you see that Alexa Bliss has, like, her belly button it's pierced weird. and we only saw our boobs? It's just, it was just weird and not done right, right? It was just, again, like you said, poorly yeah. timed, executed wrong. But yeah. my second thing that I was going to pick on the, on the favorite shout-out is Bobby Lashley winning the IC title. Uh, I didn't expect that because typically yeah. in these three-way matches like this where there's a current storyline going on with Rollins and Ambrose like that and Lash is kind of the outlier, they don't typically come away with the surprise actually win the title, right? So that was a bit fun. Yeah. And you know Leo Rush is going to pimp that accolade for everything that it's worth. They're going to talk about him being worth a million dollars, looking like gold, and it's going to be wonderful. And Lashley – oddly enough it seemed like he was so pumped to actually win it like, like he was surprised that he like actually a, did it like like yeah you knew this was, was gonna happen right reaction. <laughs> right yeah crazy yeah that was super fun i enjoyed that a lot um uh, by the way i uh watched leo rush also on 205 live uh, because yeah. i watched 205 live tom yeah i, yeah. Watched I won't that. ask you too many of your thoughts because you wrote a great article about uh, yeah. it but mm-hmm good for you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah spanish announce table.net brought to you by b double d there is uh it's called 205 live ish yeah you should check it out um mm-hmm. my least favorite 
Um, well, we talked about everything else. It's how they're portraying Ronda Rousey in this mess that she's dealing with with Sasha Banks. Okay, um, what do you mean? Elaborate, please. So, so suddenly, all right, we we've said this a bunch, right? She's the baddest woman on the planet, but she wants to be everybody's mm-hmm. best friend. Yeah, right is not working, especially nope. when we get here. Sasha Banks is up in her face, like looking like she's about to freaking chest bump her off. And I was like, "Holy shit!" Sasha Banks is about to slap this person in real life. And I was suddenly like, "Damn, am I a Sasha Banks fan all of a sudden?" And Ronda Rousey's like, "That's not what I meant," you know. And she's saying like, what, "What's catching up?" Sasha is like, "She's like, well, when I beat you," and she's like, "Wait, hold on," you know what I mean? Like, and that's tripping her up, and that's cool, right? We can roll with that storyline, right? But then she's like, "No, no, that's not what I meant," and what it, like. No, man. Ronda Rousey's supposed to have yeah. the confidence to be like, what the fuck are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, test me. Do something. Right? Like, you're, I'm just going to break your arm and you're going to cry about it. Right? Where is that? And then she literally, Tom, like, chases Sasha Banks down on the ramp and is trying to apologize yeah. for what she might have said and then runs after her as Sasha Banks is storming off. Like, get off me. Like, she's the like worried that the cool kids aren't going to let her at the party tonight. Like, what is this supposed to be? That can't yeah, go on. Yeah, the only on. thing that could have been explained that would have made that make sense is, you know, like they could have done a backstage interview, like a follow-up, like Rhonda, you know, basically saying everything that you're saying. Like, you're supposed to be the baddest woman on yeah. the planet. You are the baddest woman on the planet. You're the WWE Women's Champion. What what made you so need to go to apologize to Sasha yeah. Banks? That she could have been like, you guys don't understand. I'm still new here. She's the locker room leader. I feel like I have to, you know, she uh, she deserves this respect. Like, you could have explained that better, but yeah, yeah it didn't make sense just in the moment. Yeah, it, well, and there's a subtle, nuanced storyline you could be giving us, right? Like, Ronda Rousey is confident, but she's not confident that her spot is in this world is secure. And she's right, got to walk exactly. on to and that's tripping her up. And then girls could start taking advantage of that. But that's not what you're doing. Right. It's you're not so doing weird. that at all. Well, here's my biggest beef with Ronda Rousey some fucking shorts that fit i'm so tired of you grabbing at your goddamn crotch every six seconds it's so distracting it is. you know we talk about men that like grab their balls and stuff and itch them and stuff or pull and their, it, right? up their like, tights all the time yeah but fucking and you've did this in mma too how do you wear these compression shorts that never fit you fucking go to a tailor right god yeah. damn it's so distracting every every big move that she's ever done so far in WWE and in mixed martial arts has been followed up with a, a grab my crotch and pull my pants out of my twat. Yeah. I just don't understand why they're playing her this way at all. And I wish there was a reason. And we suggested, a I couple, can't. Well, you know? so Sasha did the four, right? Right. When she left, the only thing I'm hoping is that they're trying to go ultra baby face so that when Rhonda turns heel, it makes it more, you know, impactful because, but but nobody wants to cheer along and, and, and cheer for the nerd that's trying to, you know what I mean? Like apologize for saying something that she was justified in saying. I'm a baby face. I'm a baby face. Fine. You guys don't like this anymore. Now I'm heel. And then she gets her three buddies from NXT to come up. They're already heels. They're saying, you know, Rhonda could easily say like, I've been, I should have been listening to my friends this entire time. Not fans. There's the heel faction. We already have Charlotte and Becky that has beef with Ronda Rousey. Now it's Sasha. Throw in you know Bailey. What? 
four horsewomen versus four horsewomen at so WrestleMania. They need to they need to do this quick, and here's why: because 2019 uh, October, they moved to Fox SmackDown, and word is they want Ronda Rousey there, right? Mm-hmm. So she'll be over there if they're not doing a no brand split, right? She'll be either SmackDown or they just won't have a brand split. But if you want her to go live and be ready, like you need to get like Shayna Baszler on the road with her traveling up and down and kind of giving her some of these tips, man. Cause ba- Baszler can go right now and could take that spot. If she had the notoriety and name that Ronda Rousey has. Yeah. Right. But like, mm-hmm. she's just not pulling anything off. Great. Right now. Or even yeah. good. I don't think, you know what I mean? It's just not coming off well for me. Like I said, I, my guess as a viewer, longtime viewer of pro wrestling is that they're making her do all of these stupid things where we go like, what are you doing? And then when she turns heel, she has this ammunition of, I tried to apologize. I tried to do this and I tried to do that. And then there's the heel turn. But, yeah. you know, if she has beef with Sasha, right? Like, let's say there's a, a, a schmoz finish at uh, Royal Rumble, right? And then I don't know what, somehow mm. Bailey needs to get involved, Right. Then now she has beef with all this, four of the four horsemen. This happens in the women's Royal Rumble, doesn't it? The four horsewomen and the four horsewomen are somehow all going to be in the ring at the same time in the women's Royal Rumble. Oh, I was going to say it happens during Ronda's match, Ronda and Sasha's match, Well, right? but the first so, inkling, right? Don't you think they'll be like, you know what I mean? Or maybe, yeah, okay, tell me what you got. Because Ronda won't be in the Rumble. She won't be in the Rumble match because she's the champ, and neither right. will Sasha. You're right. So that's yeah. where... If they do choose to do this, and they already alluded to it because Sasha did the four thing, and they've gone nauseating back and forth with this fucking a gimmick lot. bullshit. Which, hey, fun fact, both of you eight dumb dumbs, uh, the four horsemen is the real fucking thing, and everyone else is just imitators. So you guys are both being imitators of the originators, none greater, four fucking horsemen. Suck it back. Anyhow. I meant to say suck it on the backside, but you know, uh, I can see this happening. Zip it up and zip it out. (laughs) (laughs) Sasha is getting the upper hand on Ronda. All of a sudden we see Jessamyn Duke and that fucking loser with her. They jump out there. They start distracting her. Then Shana, Shana jumps into the ring, hits Sasha with a move. Right. And then Bailey comes out, tries to take out the other two. They beat Sasha. Yeah, they beat her up. Charlotte runs out because Charlotte and Bailey really don't have much history right. as far as, you know, real beef. And then you got the three on four and then the man's music fucking hits and she just cleans house. You get the final stare down before the match is over, but you get a stare down of Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey. And then, you know, Jessamyn Duke hits Becky and then they all brawl and Sasha gets beat with an arm bar. But worry, you have that stare down in I mean, the match. Yeah, I just I worry about when they pull that trigger, too, because with how on fire Becky Lynch is, that's going to. Yes, it could add to that, but it could also stall out a lot of that. I think it would be a good pause, right? Because you know they can't fucking write until March for having Becky being this hot. So you need something to like detour to then get back onto the. True. Becky's so she can solve her moments. She can pull yeah. up in a cool car. She can make some jokes. Yeah. She can, you know, what I mean, she can out men the man, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like she did to start SmackDown. Right. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. Okay. Um. What else, man? Is there anything else we want to wrap up this show with, man? I mean. 
a lot of poor execution. I think we do see signs of a lot of, their... of great ideas. Now, and maybe that's just the talent needs to adjust to the new, you know, things and the styles. Or and, producers, whoever it is, yeah. Right. Yeah, there could be a lot of factors. Obviously, it's you know, it's hard to also just suddenly be like, okay, we're going to do something totally different and we're going to be awesome at it. Right. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. it's also hard because there's not a take two. Right. For example, the end of SmackDown would have ended right at the end with Miz and Shane holding their hands up high after the coast to coast, not a minute of walking around. Right. Like, right. It's live television. So right. it's said with a grain yeah. of salt. But um, right. if it was going to go another minute, they were about to dance. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> but I, credit to them. They're trying new things. There's still little hiccups. We're going to point them out because that's what we do because uh, we're the viewer and we don't care about backstage bullshit. Um, but yeah, I thought overall it was a good week and it got me a little bit more excited for the rumble, which is my favorite pay-per-view of the year. Yeah. It's also been a good week for Spanish net. All kinds of content up there for you to enjoy and tell your friends Indeed. about. And then, uh, we will be back next week, huh? For two forty-five yeah. of the Spanish announce table. Picks for the rumble. Ooh. Right. Really? Isn't the rumble next weekend? Yeah, really? it is. Picks for the rumble. So it's not this weekend coming up, but it'll be the next one. So yeah, mm-hmm. yep. thanks for the rumble next week. That's what All we right. look forward to. So tweet the table, hashtag tweet the table with any of your picks. Also, we might read some of them on the show if they're worth it. You figure out what that means. And we will be back next week on the Spanish announce table. Fun fact, no one has ever kicked out of Victoria's, Victoria's Widow's Peak in WWE. The Spanish announce table.